0: This is a headgum podcast.
1: Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the Headgum Podcast Network. This is the show where Billy and I
2: tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future experience with it. Today's topic was Los Angeles, and our guest was Trevor Einhorn. Please enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Welcome back. This is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And this is a seminal episode. Is this, is this number 30? Is that Spanish for 30? That is Spanish for 30. It is that. Yes. And we could we could just pretend like that little sound didn't just happen in the background, but it happened. So now we have to introduce the person who made that little sound. Our little Spanish castanet
1: over here. We are lucky to be
2: joined by, thank you, dear
1: friend, colleague, spiritual cousin, Trevor Einhorn. Yes. What up? What
0: up? I've never had the opportunity to say what up what up on a radio show. I think show, you nailed so it. There is a I huge really
2: burden. We've it. talked about this before. There's a huge burden to have to just say something as the guest like your first thing. But you haven't <laughs> like made any relationships or introduced yourself, so all you can do is a weird variation on hi, hello, what up. Yep. <laughs> you could we could also you could also just say Trevor Einhorn and I say absolutely nothing. 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 He's mad to be here, Trevor Einhorn. <laughs> Saying absolutely nothing is like the worst thing you could do on a podcast. Yeah. Because no one really knows what your demeanor is, even if you're posing or flaunting. That's more like a pause in a guided meditation. It would just be a silent podcast. Trevor
1: is nodding in silent defiance right now. How'd it go? Super good, good. man. Did you feel
2: good? I had so much restraint right there. (laughs) Trevor Einhorn has been a friend of ours for call it 15 years. He is our, maybe 12 years or so, but he is the younger brother um to one of our best friends you know her from harvard sailing team Farron einhorn yes and when you meet somebody like Farron, you're like well this is such a special person <laughs> yes you gotta know be I mean? one of a kind she's so optimistic and chipper and cheery and she just lights up a she's room hilarious. people just like fall in love with her spirit everywhere she so goes, charming so that when you find out that she has a kid brother oh you're like well how is he possibly going to stack up to one of our favorite people we met. And when that dude exceeds your expectations, you get Trevor Einhorn. Trez. Trevor. Wow. Yeah. Can you take those compliments, Trevor? Wow. Can you even take that? All we knew about compliment? you, and this is just to, un- to further introduce you, all we knew about you, we met Farron at NYU. Adam yes. and I did. Yes. And all we knew about Trevor was that he had done some movies yeah. and he was from California, yes. like Farron. Yes. Um, but my favorite aspect of this unknown entity named Trevor Einhorn was that he played Frasier's son in the television show Frazier. That's right. It'd <laughs> be great if it was like Frazier's son in a completely unusual. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In Amazing. Yeah. In a yeah. weird role playing game yeah. Kelsey Grammer <laughs> paid him to do back at the ranch. Yes.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, Trev, you've been on the acting tips since uh, literally since you were an infant. Yeah. Five. Since I was five years old. And yes. that was a
2: choice you said, I want to be a child actor?
0: Well, Farron, who you mentioned before, she was. So she's three years older than me, and she was. A precocious young girl, as yes. you can imagine, yes. and she was approached on the street that actually happened <laughs> no. in Los Angeles what? by an by an agent, you know, and why uh, do you put
2: that in quotes? What was this agent's deal? Is it like a
0: modeling? No, like, it just, just it just feels like that story doesn't exist anymore right, yeah. like you right. got approach on the street it's like by a fairy an tale. agent exactly right. and um my mom did nothing with it like she the lady it was a lady agent mm-hmm. they existed then an as agentress well. yeah and uh she was like i think she'd be really great for commercials like let me know and my sister like did nothing with that but then like a year later she really picked up a performing bug and right. they called same said Agent, and she totally remembered Farron. So I got schlepped to all the auditions. Just his little brother. Just his little brother. Five, you five. know, and there's and how far are eight, oh, okay. so five and eight. And she gets uh, this Christmas audition, and she comes out. Christmas with, audition, it was like you know, for Santa or something like that. Like, Faren something
2: was gonna play Santa,
0: not fair <laughs> playing Santa, just like you know, kids with Santa. Yes, and I would make a great Santa, and, and she record. comes out and she has a cookie. And I go, wait, they give you food at these things? Okay, I want to be an actor. Let's go. Let's do it. Farron's doing it. That's my older sister. She's getting free food. I'm ready to go. We both brother and sister in a track, like cookies later.
2: The Fast Track to Cookies is acting. Mom, we need headshots. (laughs) It was literally, that was the only thought process. It was like, wait,
0: they give you food here? Right. I'm ready to act. What do you want me to do? I'll get a cookie. And like a week later, we booked brother and sister in a movie. What movie?
2: Disclosure. Disclosure. Yeah. So you were the first voices in that movie. Is that correct? Yes. We often remind Farron of her line. Adam, what is it? Dad, you got an email. Yeah, so
1: yeah.
2: If you were a listener to the No Joke podcast and you're curious more about Trevor, just watch the first five minutes of Disclosure. We're not saying you have <laughs> Don't to Don't watch any more. Like, that is not me in just that movie. Just the first few seconds. Yeah, just the first yeah. few seconds to say, oh, that's the guy they're talking to right now. Yeah. But here's the
1: thing. Are you disappointed now that you're an adult and you go on auditions and you're not getting cookies? Because we go on auditions so not. I do not get free cookies.
0: I, I don't get anything. I yeah. remember uh, at the Mad Men audition, like their thing is they give you gummy bears. And what? I'm not a big gummy bear fan, but like they're like, hey, great job. I hold know on, you're hold extremely on. So nervous. Trevor was
2: also in Mad Men just for some context. You went to the first round of auditions and there was gummy bears waiting for you?
0: Uh, yes. So, like, in, so after you read, there's just a bowl full of gummy bears, and they, I'm like... <laughs> it seems like that's
2: your real audition. How will he, How interact, he interact with, with the gummies? gummies? Yes.
1: Does he take the lid off? Does he just take the entire bowl? Does he and, stick his whole head in the bowl?
0: And it's it's very much like, thank you so much. Hey, grab some gummy bears if you want on that's your way out. That's when the camera
2: has a little red light go on. And, ah,
0: that's and, so funny. And funny enough, like, it was, like, one of those things, because, like, you know, sometimes you're... A little nervous yeah. after like you're in your head like how how the hell was that just a little but, self-conscious but anything to get you out of that oh gummy bears yep. yeah sure thanks right. Okay, great right and so then i went back again and i just like nervously i remember making like a terrible joke here like, we go I remember being like, "Just so you guys know, I only came back for the gummy bears." That's a good joke. Just a bad. Billy gives that a solid. Just a bad. Like anything to
1: break the ice. Like they're there. How did the
2: the room react to that joke? They laughed. I think just like politely
1: and like yeah, it was. Trevor, in his mind, is like, I'm not kidding. I'm
2: in this for free food.
1: I'm not (laughs) kidding. Yeah, what you don't know is, like, if it was a cookie, then I'd
0: be
2: back a lot. Listen, (laughs) John Hamm, when I was five years old, my sister Farron left this room with a cookie. Um, We are talking a lot about uh, you as a child actor, Mm -hmm. and that is a natural segue into what this episode is. It's the No Joke Podcast, and today's topic is... LA
1: Los Angeles California that's right right. the city in which we currently live and Trevor you have lived very nearly your entire life
2: yes yeah yeah born and raised growing up in New York um Adam I think this probably applies to you too yep the only kind of stereotypes or like what I learned about Los Angeles was via like teen television yeah Shows like Saved by the Bell, Beverly Hills nine hundred two and zero, mm-hmm. California Dreams. Oh baby, that like Noah's just, place that it just set up such a specific world. Like where were kids really like Zach Morris. Like were <laughs> there were that many blondes? Yeah,
1: you know what I mean. <laughs> and, and they're that blonde. Right. Yeah. I had profan- such a,
2: blonde? I had such a fictionalized idea of what everyone is doing in los angeles yes. Like everyone skateboards to work right <laughs> exactly.
0: there w- but like there was a point like i remember when anybody that would come into town like a big like sort of touristy thing was like yeah we went down to santa monica we saw baywatch get get filmed right yeah you know, like, right. and it was like a real big part of like when you could get to santa monica without it being a problem right like, it was yes. like
2: yeah we could watch baywatch is but is california still that much or like los angeles it's is it still that much of like a coveted kind of like uh sensationalized it just felt like very trendy in the 90s like set things in like southern california maybe that's because i was watching tv more yeah. or absorbing more media then is it still that like a romantic
0: spread out a little bit like you see a lot of shows taking place
2: in a lot of other places right yeah. Yeah. well we yeah. talked about like we talked about clueless on the last episode right. like movies like that Seminole Clueless is very depictions. la yes. Clueless is very
0: la yes, yes. Right. and based off
2: beverly hills high school which i attended yeah years. so that's another question i have you went to beverly hills high school which is yeah. beverly hills 90210 no 90212
1: scandal yeah, scandal same, yeah. breaking news it is and, not 90210 it is 90212 and my Wait. best friend gideon arome his dad, uh, they live in
0: Beverly Hills 90210, and like that's how they would introduce. Like he would introduce, like yeah, no, come on over to our place, you know, 122 North Maple 90210. Everyone go there on the podcast
2: right now. <laughs> Wearing like a badge. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is a is that a slight dig to you 90212? No, he was so proud of it because it was so madly iconic. popular. It
0: was
1: right. like it was a popular zip code. Right. Who had a popular zip code? It's the I would say it's the only known
2: zip code. Yeah, the only the known only zip who code. knows yeah. zip code. Right, right, yeah. right. There's actually a – is it pho? That soupy drink? Oh, yes. 9021 pho. pho. Yes. Yeah, there's a yeah. 9021 pho in yeah. Los Angeles. in Beverly Hills. Yeah, know they know really
1: capitalized
2: on that. Yes. Yeah, that was really
1: good. Right. So, but growing up here and you went to Beverly Hills High, were you doing these sort of like touristy things like as a youth and with your family? Were you going to Santa Monica to see the Baywatch shoot? Like no. Third Street Promenade was still like
0: cool. Third Street Promenade was cool and uh, – like touristy things yeah like we would we would like to you know experience my dad would take me to movies basically every weekend really? and, and like like if it was like a fancy movie weekend, we'd go to Universal City Walk nice. and like be one with the tourists yes. and like I for, loved it for yeah. Jurassic
1: Park and the Lost World. You have yeah. to
2: assume that only maybe one percent of our listeners um, live in Los Angeles. So when you say like the Universal City Walk, for example, like what is this? What is the Universal? City that Walk? is
0: at Universal Studios. It's like the downtown Disneyland area. It's right. like you're walking through. There's shopping. There's right. a big like King Kong for no reason. There's. <laughs> right. a, like an IMAX movie theater, and it happened to, like, you know, be one of the only IMAX theaters, like, back in the day. It's so. like a free Disney park, kind yeah, of, thing. Right? Yeah, it's sad. It's still pretty sad. Yeah, is it sad. So, What's sad about it? It's just, like, every other stop is a Cinnabon, you know? Like, every... <laughs> uh, it's an
2: airport, but yeah, outside. Yeah, it's But like that's, a, that's not just the Universal City Walk. That's America. That's American yeah. Mall. Yeah. Go to, yeah but like, go to an airport. But we, yeah, paid, it's just like but we paid for it.
0: You know what I mean? Like, we paid to park... <laughs> At a cinnabon. 18 bucks to yeah. Park at the cinnabon. Can, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, park the deal. Cinnabon. The deal now that I like, and I live close to Universal Studios now, and it's like I go for movies because the rebate is like twenty two dollars to park, but like if you're going to the movies, here's ten dollars back. Yeah. in cash.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, I guess it was worth it. Yes. Now, you've told me before – I don't know how true this is, but you told me that sometimes you'll po- – because you live so close to Universal Studios, yeah. that sometimes you'll pop in for a little afternoon roller coaster.
0: Yes. I used to do I, – I, like, because we live so close, Hold I bought the
2: What? A little yes. afternoon roller yes. coaster? Yes. If you got an
0: hour to kill, you've told me. Yes, it, this is a true – Some people drink true. coffee.
2: You just hit the coaster? Okay. So it's – they have – they had a package
0: by a day – Get the year free. Which seems absurd. Which is absurd for someone that is only visiting Los Angeles. I live two blocks away. You'd think
2: that if you bought 364 days, they'd give the 365th for free. That would make sense. But they said, if you buy one day, we'll give you 364 more. (laughs) Free. That's amazing. Wow. So my girlfriend and
0: I... You know, went head in on. You're like, we thing. can't afford not to. Yeah, why would we not do this? So we did it, and why would we not do this? A random Tuesday, you could catch me at the Mummy roller coaster just <laughs> at like 11 a.m. And and like then go get groceries and head home. But like why that's a very not? important I order. 360... You do not want to get the
2: groceries and then bring them on the mummy. No. You gotta go mummy, then yeah. go groceries, then go home. There is no pressure for lines. Pe- if you buy the day and get a
0: year free, I could literally do one ride. Right. And not worry about a thing
1: it's and like, come back tomorrow. Exactly. You don't in, have to be so precious. Like it's your one family's one annual vacation to Universal Studios. You ha- there's no pressure. Right. I just imagine you on the roller coaster answering emails. It's like almost like
2: your
0: office. I, it truly for a little bit of – for a good chunk of time, I was
2: there a lot in too Lo- much. In Los Angeles, you can be sitting on the couch with your girlfriend and look up and say, hey, honey, I'm going to hit the teacups. I'll be back in an hour. <laughs>
0: I wish I wish it was that easy uh, like Universal is a lot easier than Disneyland like Disneyland is a commitment and has some pretty great rides because of geography and just overall crowd yeah, there and, and there's a lot there's constantly a lot of people at Disneyland yes, right right I would say Universal has like <laughs> Like if you go to Universal at 11 a.m., yeah. like it's just Trevor, you have like, carte like blanche so, like myself. I'll see you at the Saddleback Ranch for a quick little brunch and then let's go hit a coaster
1: at 11 a.m. on a
0: so, Tuesday. It's so sad how real that was for me like a year ago. Oh, like when that you do really publish your
2: memoir, it's going to be called Let's Go Hit a Coaster. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I have a question. Trevor. Yeah. Um, we're about to approach our first act break and in these act breaks we play songs. Oh, nice. Um, what is an iconic or what is the, the Los Angeles song? There's the Randy Newman song, right? That, yeah, that's the one that comes to mind. I, I love, love LA. LA. That's a big yeah. one.
0: I love LA.
1: Santa Monica, we love it. Yeah, and oh, it's like yeah.
0: I particularly love it because that means
1: the Lakers just won. Like, that's what they play that's, if the Lakers win at state. That's their like, Frank
2: Sinatra New York, New York yes. after the Yankee game.
1: Yes. They play Randy Newman I love LA. After I every, love it. After yeah. every Laker home win?
2: Yeah, Randy wow. Newman also wrote. We did an episode about LeBron James, and he also wrote the anthemic Cleveland song. It seems as if he's just trying to put he a corner in the market. In every, he's just trying to hit every major city. Yes, exactly. Yeah, with a song the market, and I'm exactly. like, I'm okay with that. It's like major city songs and Toy Story. Yes, That's exactly. all yeah. I wanted. Oh yeah, you can go to sleep at night knowing that you did those two things Yeah. Well. Why don't we dial up some Randy Newman? Yeah, we got to go Newman. This is I Love L.A. We'll be right back. Hate New York City. It's cold and it's down all the people dressed like monkeys. Let's leave Chicago to the Eskimo. Eskimo. That town's a little bit too rugged for you and me, you bad girl. Side. Santa the winds blowing hot from the north, we were born to ride. Roll down the wind, put down the top, crank up the beach for us baby, don't let the music stop. We go ride it till we just can't ride it no more. Over there, man. He's down on his knees. Look at these women. Ain't nothing
0: like them.
1: That was Randy Newman, some might say the poet laureate of Los Angeles in terms of a pop musician with I Love L.A., L.A.'s iconic song, which I just learned from Trevor. They play at the end of every Laker home game. How many Laker home games would you estimate you've been to in your life? Wow. Uh, I know that you're a huge fan.
0: Yeah. No, but I used to go to the forum pretty regularly with my dad. So you saw Magic Johnson. No, didn't see
2: Magic. Mm.
0: Uh, I saw Rodman. When Rodman had number a Number 73! I saw his first game. Who yeah, was number your 73. Fir-
2: growing up as a Laker fan, who was, like, the first... Who was your first superstar? Who was, like, your Jordan? Was it Kobe? Was Kobe, it Shaq? Kobe, yeah.
0: Kobe, but... Yeah, Kobe for sure. I remember. I remember, like... When he won the 97 dunk contest, right. that was like the most exciting uh-huh. young player yeah. for me to get behind. And I love Nick Van X. I I Eddie Jones. Nick the Quick, oh, baby. Oh, yeah. I
2: love Eddie Jones. Temple and University. Eddie
0: Jones was just a great, solid... Defensive stopper, man. Yeah. I
2: thought that he was kind of like a beta Kobe Bryant. He was. Where it was as if like you were still figuring out the kinks to make this player elite, but he was like one step. Like all of his levels were down one point, Eddie Jones
0: was. Yes, I had a poster in my room and it was like... It was four. It was four players across, and it was like Nick Van Exel, Kobe Bryant, Eddie Jones, and Shaq. Yep. And they left out Eldon Campbell. See Eldon? Aww. yeah. But like it was like a really cool poster of like them with their like moves, yeah. <laughs> and, like, their one, their move. special move. Yeah. So I really loved, uh, and, and I remember the poster was away jerseys, which
1: was the always, purple ones. Yeah, which That's was really nice. Which was weird for me. <laughs> and you're such a super Kobe diehard. I
2: mean, Kobe to you, yes. represents... most Los Angeles fans are. I, I feel know. like he is that. I'm not coming from Los Angeles. I didn't know how intense the love for Kobe Bryant was. It's like Derek Jeter, he wore your jersey for what 19 years or something like that. He was at, he was playing forever. Yeah, no, he's yeah, he
0: he's still on the list of like if I could meet and have lunch with anybody, right. he's the first person I want to pick. Right. just not like, to
1: put you on blast, but haven't you met him? I believe I heard an anecdote.
0: Yeah, I did meet him, but I didn't have lunch with him. <laughs> I
2: would really oh, like, that's really the most like, Los Angeles I sentence really of all like time. I'd really like to get lunch with
0: him. There yeah, is I'd really like to catch a coaster. Okay, we haven't ridden the mummy together, yeah. so until then, we're not pals. Um, yeah, what no, happened I'm, when
2: you met Kobe Bryant? Okay,
0: so uh, in middle school, our basketball coach had this thing where like we a bunch of kids 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 got to play on the Staples Center court before a game. Like it was like a cool little like camp thing. So we set up a game and the parents and the kids could go and watch and I was wearing number eight, Kobe's number. And we were losing terribly very like, like, like it was like our team no i wouldn't say terribly but it was like i was really frustrated at the end of the game <laughs>
2: oh this is the story where kobe bryant demands you take off his jersey because he disrespected his number
0: is that the one <laughs> no, no 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 that happened another time <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, my dad all of a sudden comes running to the sideline and he's like he's like pointing at his arm and i thought he was like 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 signaling like the clock like yeah i know we're out of time you <laughs> yeah. know like we're out of time. and he's pointing at his arm and like them pointing to like where the players come out and i look and i put it together really quickly kobe is just standing there watching the game and my dad just got his signature on on like the sweatshirt oh and i instantly leave the game like there's a minute left and just walk off the court mid-game ran trevor ran off the court (laughs) good trevor When are you ever gonna get the opportunity? True. You run Not off boy, you run off the court and just because they said you're playing on staples, you'll never know who you see, I had a bag of of Kobe paraphernalia, oh. yeah. So I jumped, a into variety the, of Sharpies. I jumped into the stands. I run over. I would say I was the first four that noticed that he was there, and I just went into complete fanboy mode. I was like, "You're, you're all over my room, like uh, every poster." And He's
2: like, "Great, He's this like, hey, the, nice number." This like, is the appropriate response, yeah, Trev. It's exactly. nothing wrong with he how you signed, behaved.
0: He signed uh, my jersey Amazing. and he signed another thing for me. And was told, like I was like, you're the best, and he like gave a big smile, and I was like near tears, like really
1: meeting hero status, living
0: idol. And then everyone in there noticed, and he signed probably 200. Good man, you broke the
1: seal there. You seem to
0: definitely top your father, my my dad did. My dad was definitely the first one there, and my dad's story is that he thought. He didn't believe my dad was like a fan. Like he's like, I, this is for my son. He's out there. He's like, right. oh, come on. You're going to sell this on eBay. Yeah, You're going to sell this on eBay. He's yeah. like, no, that's my son. He's wearing your number right there. He, and
2: he's like, all right. All right. There cool. you go yeah Uh, so it's the second act of the no joke podcast uh in this act we'd like to talk about our present lives with the topic the topic today is los angeles adam you and i have been living here now for almost five years i guess it has been almost five which is a trip it's almost a sixth of our lives has been spent in los angeles thank uh, god you
0: guys are here
2: but yeah thanks a lot of we you know i think that in especially when you perform comedy um in new york i'll say at least on the east coast yeah After you've done it for long enough, there is this like magnetic attraction or this pull that's saying you need to come to Los Angeles now. And sometimes that's actual people or sometimes that's just this like internal feeling you have Yeah, where it's like, personally, I know I could speak for myself that- I moved here because I was so curious. I'd heard about it enough, and I was right. telling myself that I understood the entertainment industry, but then I had to actually move here and experience it and live in it like, yeah. for years and years. Yeah. But you and I have lived here now, and I think that we can dispel or confirm certain rumors That – or, you know, stigmas or stereotypes that come with Los Angeles. Trevor, you certainly can too. sure. For instance, it did, in fact, take me 37 minutes to park today. I mean that is a rumor that we can certainly confirm. Traffic. Am I right? right? (laughs) (laughs) Here's my thing with traffic though, at least with the LA traffic. It's not – there's traffic. There's traffic everywhere. And there are certain times where traffic is particularly bad everywhere. And I find that people just love to find complaints.
0: Uh, Yeah. It's fun to kvetch. I don't know. My theory – Oh, boy. And here's, here's, let's go. Here here's, go. Here here's go. a good theory. We, let's debate. Let's is go. Is that every year <laughs> – it moves back an hour. So it used to be like between uh, like five o'clock to like six, like it's it's Nightmare rush hour what? time, and then it was four,
2: and now it's three. <laughs> so, wait, this yeah. started in 2013, you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Because I <laughs> mean, Only by this logic, it's, this like, it's the... very important yeah, where I know, this started. I know. The because theory... <laughs> after 24 years, we literally go into <laughs> yeah. a black hole well, and tell uh, up ourselves. I,
0: ju- I feel like now it's at two o'clock. Two o'clock to three o'clock. Rush where, hour begins. Where for about six years it was riding <laughs> on that five o'clock, hard five o'clock is a big rush hour time. Yeah, right. I would say now... We're looking at a nice two thirty, three 3 o'clock rush, rush hour, hour time. Okay. I have
1: to say, I really have to, I mean, one of the big adjustments, obviously, again, this is very kind of on the nose, but the driving is a big adjustment, especially coming from New York City, where you never drive. I'm a little bit of a nervous driver. You're one all, of my favorite drivers. Already, so but I really point. need to credit, sincerely, and I've told you this before, but I really give my dr- how I've improved as a driver and my peace of mind behind the wheel really to
2: Trevor. You really, really helped me, and you taught me. You gave me some very sage words. Trevor, you can s- you give a before picture to the listeners of no joke of who Adam was when he moved here abruptly and needed to buy a car mom I, please pause the podcast now
0: yeah i I never have experienced something like this where I was so nervous in a car as a passenger that I
2: just started laughing that's the worst feeling oh you know what laughing means that means that you have foregone the possibility yes. of you surviving this death, and now you're in shock. Death. you're laughing I've the already laugh. laughed
1: about how I died we were like, laughing from heaven to so, be
2: a driver to be a passenger in a car where you don't trust a driver is baby. basically just sitting oh, on a missile. It's a living nightmare. It's it's it, the worst possible. Go Agreed. on. So now you're sitting with me.
0: Adam. Is I remember like saying like yeah you're gonna want to get over to the right and like him checking over his right shoulder meant that the whole steering wheel was turning over into the right mm. lane. A little so, frantic. So it That's was tough. So
2: you have to separate the head so, from the hands. So because you're turning I, your head to the so, left, your hands so don't I, have to.
0: I took it on my end of like, the only time I told him what direction we were going was when I triple checked my own side mirror to right. make sure that we were safe. Yes. And even Can then- Can you talk about Adam's posture in the car? His body position? Okay, Adam, how tall are you? Six? 5'10". Yeah, okay. Exactly.
1: Yeah, 5'10". Six. I'm
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So five ten, and he is
2: sitting so close to the steering wheel, no, was,
0: almost on the windshield. His knees are past the steering wheel. Fetal at, position
2: at, again. We've yeah. talked about this. This is yeah. Adam's safe place. He used to go. He went to a Janet Jackson concert and was so overwhelmed by the sound too <laughs> that loud. he sat in the tenth row in the fetal position the for lights. two hours. <laughs> yeah. So he does the same thing. Don't same play thing Janet yet. Jackson in the car. Regardless, he's in the fetal the, position. The steering
0: wheel position. The hands are as, are as if he's driving a school bus, which is like turning it this. <laughs> You know, right. this
2: way. This is the universal language for. Panic.
0: Yeah, he's oh, in a panic position. Please, I, would, I would, I would, and he's also in
2: control of the vehicle. And yeah, yeah, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> I so.
0: remember. Yeah, Ma- uh, Adam's mom pa- paused. Yeah, right please now. don't. I remember. To I remember asking, um why Why are you driving like this? He's like, <laughs> he's like, all I remember is that my mom told me drive, <laughs> drive as if every other car is going to kill me.
1: Oh, drive my mom's yeah. driving advice <laughs> says, drive <laughs> as though everyone's drunk. <laughs> <You> drive as <laughs> though everyone. 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 That's my mother's driving. Advice. And, and so, oh dear, all, all the, oh dear. All, so no wonder I panicked. That yeah, will set was, you up for a life
0: of terror. Yeah, it, it made me just laugh so hard. And there were just, I just remember, like no matter what happens, I'm having a great time because it was just comically funny. Trust
2: no, no one. one. Trust, Trust no, no one. one. Drive as though everyone is driving blind. And I really
0: pride myself
1: on uh, trying to at least. Help out. The you situation. Did. You did, Trevor. And it was the posture that was sort of the key yeah, that unlocked it. You were like, huge. "Look, I was really like you said, chin over the steering wheel, eyes bugged out, literally almost headbutting the windshield." Problematic posture. You, Trevor, you know what you looked
2: like? You looked like those Garfields that you stick in a window <laughs> where their mouth is in an oval. Yes, oh, that's yeah, how Adam you just was? see
0: it, eyes in a steering wheel. Yeah, and all a scared mouth. Right. And Trevor,
1: scared. literally, I remember you like touch my chest, and you were like, "Just <laughs> lean, like actually put your back against the chair, like good. lean back, yeah, relax." Good. And you said, "You don't have to." To enjoy it, but just try to enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Just pretend that it's fun. Yeah. And, and then like, you'll <laughs> your natural
0: reaction will kick in when it needs to. Yeah. Let's smooth out the ride. Let's right. Coast, it's not baby.
1: always life or death survival. Yeah, not everyone coast. is in fact drunk.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. But uh, you really helped me with that, Trev. Oh, uh, I, I uh, anything, anything <laughs> to keep you alive <laughs> and you alive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, another stereotype that comes with LA is that everyone is. Like, I guess again, this might be a New York LA comparison. Right. Everyone is soft, everyone yeah. is like gentle. And I tend to, I would say that, at least from the white male perspective, living in the <laughs> east side of Los Angeles, that's pretty true. Yeah. I think that the weather really chills people out. I had a friend who went to the University of Hawaii, and when she came back, she operated like five clicks slower. Well, here we go. And she said that the heat just makes you not want to move as yeah. fast or work necessarily as hard. You know, in New York, everything's so fast. Yes. And I and I think that as we turned into our 30s and moved here, that was the perfect time in my life to slow down to clicks. Yeah, it's quite you, nice. You you can avoid, I think, like you can avoid seeing people in
0: L.A. if yeah. you want to. You could be in your car alone or your apartment, and now you can get things, you know, delivered to your house. Pretty much anything. Right. In a city like New York, or. You, you know, like a Chicago, it's really hard to avoid it's thrust people. upon you. Yeah, whether you want it or not. Yeah, so I think that comes with That's a little true. bit more. So much of out. the geography is
2: so spread out. When people think of cities, they think of Chicago and New York, skyscrapers mm-hmm. and things like nice and tight. Los Angeles, really, for your mind's eye, is a big suburb, hugely spread hugely out, really spread big, out yeah. with strip malls everywhere. But it is a very non-traditional city than I'm used to, yeah. at least, coming from...
1: But you're so right. You can choose the degree to which you engage with totally. the
2: public, with the traffic. It's like, that's your choice. In New York, you literally
1: don't have a choice. You step outside of your door, and it's like madness 24-7. That's right. the deal. And right. also,
0: weather does play a big part of that. Mm-hmm. You, you don't have to dress... For a certain type of weather, True. you're not forced to stay warm, so you could be in sweatpants, coffees.
1: Mm-hmm. You, know, you can wear your coffee; It doesn't matter. You can just wear sweatpants <laughs> on the bottom, coffee I'm, on top. I was trying. To, you could wear your sweatpants to coffee. Oh, got
0: and it. Just you can wear your coffee. T-shirt. You, could wear, your... you could wear a coffee. You can wear a coffee. <laughs> LA with is so your chilled out that sweatpants. sometimes,
2: like could, Trevor, people just check you could out mid sentence. Coffee with your sweatpants. You know that is one thing, though. Speaking of sweatpants, <laughs> that. Uh, The fact that there's only one season and it's hot and dry means you can play sports and be outside all the time. And we take advantage of that. That is, like, one of the huge advantages in Game Changers. To never have to worry about your picnic being canceled. Any outdoor activity that you set up will only be canceled if you cancel it. There is something so special about that. Yes.
0: I, uh, I think the one thing that I touch on with, like, people that ask about L.A. is it's a very destination spot oriented. Like it's it's not that you can just stumble upon right. great things. You really have to like do your Google research of where you want to go yes. right. to get a certain something. Yes. Whereas in other cities you can kind of just walk yes. and find
1: your way if I can I paraphrase know. something that Alec Baldwin said on his podcast um, he was comparing New York and LA and he was like New York is like a river it's ongoing it's in perpetual motion you just sort of hop in the river and it takes you along for the ride right. whether you want to or not it's kind of out of your control Los Angeles is a bit more of a lake it's placid and if you want to explore it you gotta row your ass hey. you gotta row and find it that so, is a I great
0: Alec Baldwin impression by yes. the way really spot on <laughs> exactly. Alec Baldwin Alec,
1: ba- no, it's more like- Alec Baldwin's like more up here
2: yeah that was a really That's good a Alec Baldwin <laughs> <laughs> um yo we're going to do the second act break now. We did something during the SNL episode that got a good response and so we're going to try and shoehorn in another version of it if it ain't broke don't break it okay i hope but you we've... guys have like a shoehorn sound effect that you can just throw in what would a some... shoehorn sound effect sound like? i don't know but i want you to find out like and, just... and when adam <laughs> does sound effects shoe. when adam does sound effects he usually just says the word, <laughs>
1: the word is that is that in, what an impression in is like a constipated <laughs> way
2: <Yeah>. slide whistle <laughs> well we're in los angeles and the uh emmys were just announced Applause, applause, applause applause. Right, so what we're going to try and do here now Is the No Joke Emmys We are going to um, congratulate some of you guys On some awards you may not have known that you won So sit back And congratulations on the nomination Applause, applause,
1: applause Welcome back to the 2016 No Joke Emmy nominations. Please join us in celebrating all of our interacting nominees.
2: In our first category Outstanding Lead Interactor in a Drama Series Specialist underscore RG, Mr. Robot. Alex C. Quest, House of Cards. S underscore Fillmore, Better Call Saul. Favola GF, Ray Donovan. I am John Sadler, Bloodline. And, punny enough, The Americans. The outstanding lead in
0: actress in a drama series are... A.A. underscore Holiday, How to Get Away with Murder. Sarah Killer, House of Cards. Mary Fern, Homeland. V. Hannah Lee, Empire. Becca Gilligan, The Americans Monica Yingling,
1: Orphan Black Outstanding Lead Interactor in a Comedy Series I Am Column, Transparent Sevnik 66 Master of None Runner Coop, Blackish Daniel K. Shameless H. Scheckler 11 The Last Man on Earth flying ape
2: Silicon Valley Outstanding lead interactress in a comedy series Grace T.N. Adams Beep Ava Gordy Inside Amy Schumer Hog Farm for Women Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt Marry Me T. Underscore Swift Blackish Sarah Colley 49 Getting On and Eliza underscore Bruns, Grace and Frankie.
0: Continuing on with outstanding supporting interactor in a comedy series. Shh, Davy, Veep. Uncle Tony, 666, Veep. Cooper, 2222222. 2, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Peoria Paul, Modern Family. Ha ha, no, but really, Brooklyn, 99. 9. Jack Slacks, Baskets Anthony DiMaggio, Key and peel.
1: And finally, Outstanding Writing for a Children's Program Pari Mathur, Dog with a Blog Connor Hutchins, Girl Meets World Evie Havivi, It's Your 50th Christmas, Charlie Brown Allison Janney, Mom And
2: John Hearn, School of Rock Congratulations to all of the 2016 No Joke Emmy nominees. Your trophies are in the mail. Applause.
0: Applause.
2: Applause. 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 applause, applause. applause.
1: So, congratulations to all of our listeners on your Emmy nomination. For the winners, the trophies will be put in the mail. Yes, Uh, and you will receive those in six to eight years. I think that's how
0: they do it for the real Emmys. They just drop it in the mail, right? I
1: think it's Amazon. They use Amazon. You You have to pay for your Your own 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 trophy. I think right.
0: You, you have, have to, to pay, pay for your, your own, own shipping, shipping
1: to receive your own trophy. trophy, and that's the way it works. So that's just another
2: little L.A. thing. I did not know that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing I didn't know about, we asked uh, the listeners before we went on to give us something to talk about on these podcasts. Yeah. We've mentioned Thank it before. God. Yeah, because <laughs> we're vamping, dogs. Oh, <laughs> we're vamping out really here, dogs. we be vamping.
0: Yeah. I need some things to talk about. <laughs> and then
2: somebody wrote. I should actually just straight shout her out. Her name is, uh, oh, boy, Lemur Explosion 92. Sure. (inaudible) Applause, applause, applause. applause. She wrote, um, talk about the man crisis. Oh. And when you see talk about the man crisis, you pause for a second. Yeah, is that like a water crisis? Is that a drought? Is there a drought? What's drought? Is there a city in America that has lost all its men? (laughs) Is that happening? (laughs) Okay. So I said, what is the man crisis? Good question. Good, oh. solid question. Okay. Get to the bottom. Her friend jumped in or someone else jumped in. Okay. Let's just call her because this is her screen name. C.B. Jeeky. And she wrote, talk about how modern men are lacking in courage and cannot seem to do what they ought to. Lacking in
1: courage. Modern men lack courage and can't seem to do what they ought to. And that's, a, that's reached crisis level.
2: in I think in the romantic way that they don't want to uh, ask girls on dates anymore. They oh. want to be, according to them, F boys f-boys yeah oh okay
1: Okay, got it well you and i billy well and trevor for that matter we've all been kind of out of the dating scene for a while we all have significant others (laughs) yeah we do yeah nice trev (laughs) um but in terms of lacking courage i know for a fact i lack courage right so
2: i can certainly speak to but do you think that you lack courage in the way that you would be uh not brave enough to tell someone what you like about them, and potentially ask them out on a date? No, I think I can muster that.
0: Yeah. Uh, you uh, got, uh, do you think that she threw you guys into the man crisis? Are you part of this crisis of
2: man? Oh, I don't think so. I'm trying to uh, solve the crisis. All I'm right. trying to talk through the crisis. All right, I just wanted to
1: make sure. I think it's, she's talking about say? all
2: the F-boys in her town who are probably just trying to hook up and not date and not, uh, and no, not boy, discuss and not, not try and learn. I think it's these F-boys out here. Yeah, I think that the internet can
0: make that the really sure Yeah, yes. there's... Apps dedicated now F-boys. to F boys. Right. And I don't know, call me old fashioned. You're old fashioned. And that's it okay. right there. No, uh but like no one really picks up the phone anymore to like call someone to ask them out on the date or right. even I feel like it's uncomfortable for guys to even go up to a girl in a bar and right. ask them to a coffee. And if they do, the response is also weird, you know, like yeah. from the girl. Like, I think everyone is really used to reading these messages right. on their
2: phone. And right, the new normal has just unromanticized so much of it.
0: Yeah, those F boys really F things up. But yeah. make
2: no mistake, dating is weird. Like, and, and not the... What I'm saying is that it's often uncomfortable and it's just like you just strike out all these times until one time you don't. Right. You know, it's like inherently set to fail and sometimes you get lucky and it sticks. Yeah. So if you're complaining about like dating in general, well, that kind of comes with the territory. But the more you know yourself, the less you will feel uncomfortable telling people how you actually feel. I would say it takes courage to even put
1: yourself out there, even in the context of like making an online dating
2: profile at all. I would
1: say that requires a certain degree of courage, right? To do that. Yeah. Yeah, Sure and it's like how do
0: you stand out now front like on, on that like what's your intro yeah on that market where that guy looks cooler than that guy if you don't hear
1: what the <laughs> sound like it's just it's all hard it yeah. comes down to how how tight are your pecs tell me yeah, yeah show me your
2: pecs emoji emoji emojis. right <laughs> emojis <laughs>
1: Right? Is that what we're talking about? Uh, I think that's what we're talking okay, about. Okay, <laughs> sure. That's
2: another word in the English vernacular, so that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. Um, it's also the third act of the No Joke Podcast. In this, we'd like to talk about our futures with LA. Yes. We will probably be living here uh, for some more time. The foreseeable future, I think. And, yeah. and I think that while I, we've lived here for four years, yeah. I still could learn uh, a lot of new things. I, could, I would like to know where to go. Yeah. So I still don't know. Trevor, you do you where do you want to go? Well, that's a good question. What if I wanted to get the best roast beef sandwich, the best Jewish uh, sandwich? In... Jewish sandwich. We're talking to yes. King Jew here,
0: yeah. Trevor Einhorn. Jew- uh, you want a Jewish, Jewish. sandwich? <laughs> um, well, if it's kosher, you go to Pico uh, Pico Kosher Deli. Okay. Which is on Pico. Yeah. I don't need uh, kosher. You don't need kosher. I just want I would, I like a. I would say beef, Langer. That... I would
1: say Langer's downtown yes.
0: mm-hmm. or Cantor's. Langer's and Cantor's. Now do and you I, have
1: a, in, a, in the Jets v. Sharks rivalry that is Langer's? First, canter so you have a preference. And why?
2: Yes. Depends on the time of day. How Four, could o'clock that be possible? Four o'clock, and you haven't gone on a roller coaster. <sighs> Four o'clock in the afternoon. And then- there was no roller coaster in your system today. Langers. Okay. Oh! <laughs> Why? You have, Lang- the Lang- Why? Lang- you have the equation Lang- Why? all
1: played out.
0: Langer's is a better daytime pastrami sandwich, Why? in my opinion. What happens? Do they just get to the bad versions of meat? No, 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 I just feel like I can house a canter's at like three in the morning after the bar. Oh, yeah. Sort of a sloppy drunk. Yeah, and I like I like for for whatever reason, like the canters late at night. Yeah.
2: Tacos are also huge in California. Where is the best taco in? Los Angeles. Your personal favorite taco spot. You have a great cactus which I know is a chained up near Cacti- you but what's your yeah, favorite? Cactus sort Cactus
1: of? is alright.
0: I yeah. think in near me Hugo's Tacos oh, is pretty
2: good okay. as well. Hugo's, if and where you is near it, you? Just, you don't uh, have
0: to... Hugo's Tacos is on Coldwater and Riverside.
2: Okay. Great. Right? Yeah. Where would you say that if someone doesn't live in Los Angeles but they're going to be here for a week and they kind of want to party and let loose a bit, little bit, what area in Los Angeles should they probably find an Airbnb in?
0: West Hollywood is oh, like smart. a good area. What's like, found in
2: West Hollywood? How is that kind bars, of bars, clubs. You can walk around to a certain extent, it's yeah, pretty near street friendly. Yeah.
0: I like I also like the Grove is a big thing in right. LA now. Like I I I know that like you've really been in LA a long time if you remember pre-Grove. Pre-Grove Los well, Angeles. Yeah, and Explain the grove,
2: briefly, the Grove is in a huge the grove outdoor is a mall. It's a huge outdoor very mall. Very
0: picturesque, very it's kind of California. Right next to one of the oldest uh landmarks in LA, the farmer's market right. around forever. Yeah, right. And I sort of like vamped up and it, because of the weather in
2: LA, it's like really unique to have a completely outdoor mall. If you're going on a family trip to Los Angeles and on day two, don't, you're like, don't. what are we actually <laughs> doing? What are we doing? Go to the Grove. Yes, I go to the Grove. Everyone Great for to the everyone Grove. in your it's, family. Seriously. Everyone in your family will feel some level of comfort at the Grove. And yeah.
1: it's funny to go to like as a sort of a cynical, cranky person to go to a mall and be like, "Oh, this is a nice mall." Yeah, it's like when have I ever been like, "I'm glad I'm at this mall." Right, the it's Grove does nice, kind of make me do, feel glad. They to do be a mall. really nice job. Yeah, but and
2: that's another like... thing about California that I didn't get to experience: the indoor-outdoor nature yep. of everything. Yes, L.A. is built. To assume that there will not be any rain ever, ever? again, ever again, to ever. such a degree that it's a problem now. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. They, it
1: Turns out the they F were boy, right.
2: It's a problem,
0: that's the F boys crisis. That's, yeah, right? that's, that's another F
2: boy right crisis. Day. That's yeah. another man crisis. Exactly. But yeah, it's it's so crazy to think. And even like uh, in high school at Beverly Hills High, did you guys like go outside and inside all day? I imagine that. Like yeah, we had a big field, so and, and like
0: we would eat lunch on what was called the front lawn. Right, like that was like a big outdoor lawn. You know, right. not a covered. You yes. Know, uh, what do you call those? A
2: league? covered wagon. No, <laughs> yeah, not no. enough. Where not from you, the Oregon Trail. You, you guys at, are thinking wait, about what at, cafeteria.
0: that. What do you eat at cafeteria? Yeah, cafeteria. Cafeteria. Yeah, covered wagon cafeteria.
1: Trevor, I'd actually like to ask you, just because we all know that we all live here in LA and we love it here. Yeah. Um, let's say, hypothetical, you're mayor. That yes. you replace Eric Garcetti and you're the next mayor of Los Angeles. What are some changes that you would like to make for the to ensure that the future of LA is even better than the present? <clears throat> Great question. This is
0: a weird one. Okay. I think every left-hand turn should have a green arrow. Yeah. I think every left-hand turn should have a timed-out green arrow. I think it would make traffic a little bit more efficient. Some do, and they're distinctly more clear and obvious than the ones yeah, that go the arrow. Yeah, and you can get a good amount of cars. I, I am proud like when a couple cars come behind me when I scoot out into the left-hand yes. lane. the yep. cheap. And I want to, come on, gang, let's do it. Right. Let's do it. Right. And I feel like if we have a left-hand turn arrow, on I know it costs a lot
1: of
2: money, but it will also create jobs for <laughs> people putting them. Green
1: arrow construction. Yeah,
2: green arrow. Arrow, you know that is a unspoken big problem in los angeles is that people will cheat through the left-hand turn lane like way after yeah. the yellow and red because there's such impatience and it causes
0: now slowing down the cars that get the green light to go if we had a green arrow at every left-hand turn we respect lane, the
1: arrow more yeah okay i like that that's a really nice way to start your platform um where do you stand on public transit it's happening. It's it happening. Ne- and you like ne- that?
0: Yeah, it needs to happen because there's just way too many cars in LA. Like I think there's like an average of two cars per person. And I gotta right. say the
1: population is spiking here. Like yeah. the people that are coming from. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of not just New York expats that are coming here, but LA is booming right it's now. Kind in of terms of, it's kind of insane that we influence. are
0: so behind on you know said public transit. Right. Like, yeah. I, the subway's going in, and I think it's gonna be great. I don't know if we're gonna be around.
2: To really enjoy it, but our kids will have a great time. Mm-hmm. I'm loving this lightning round, Los Angeles. I got another one. What's the future of Hollywood? I want to believe that movies will stop being projected on a screen, and there will somehow be a more um, engaged version of watching movies, whether it's at a theater and it's three dimensional or something. Do you have any intel, Trevor? You or can like the- Pokemon Go augmented try, reality living inside the movie? they've been
0: trying to revamp. There's a, a, a heck of a lot of theaters doing the eating. Like eating Alamo draft a meal, right. eating a meal
2: at the yeah, theater. Yeah, that's happening. That's been night. happening for a while. And then there
0: was also, I think, a, a stint in like smell, a vision, or also like motion, like moving in the seats, like that yep, goes with 4D. the movie. Yep, I've seen but that. But I think um, it's such a great. Go to it's a it's a nice thing to go to the movies. Still, I don't think oh, it'll I ever. Agree. I don't think it'll ever
1: change. Really, I think okay. is there about a like way to enhance of movies themselves, not the movie going experience, oh. but movies
2: themselves? Are they going to be projected on our
1: hands or like, yeah, in like our have Google you gone Glass, for any, like
2: maybe like virtual reality auditions or anything like that, or video games that kind of change the game? Yes, uh,
0: you just mean like our movies going to be catered towards our cell phones more than. I don't know. I guess I'm just asking
2: if you have any sort of thoughts on how the movie experience will change or the television watching experience will change. Or maybe there is no intel.
0: I don't I don't know. I, I just kind of just He's go in it for the it.
2: jelly beans and the cookies, Bill. Oh, we yeah. established. I do jelly beans. Give gotta me that listen. free cookie. Got to listen. I I slept on that. Yeah.
0: Trevor I don't need no smell the cookie.
2: Give me a free chocolate chip cookie. Trevor's and a I'll very hard person chili. to pin down, and I texted him yesterday and I said, "Hey, do you want to do the podcast tomorrow?" And He said, "I'm busy." And I said, "We have a cookie." Yeah, and I got it you know when you get those three dots immediately back but that you engage yeah, them the dots. he wrote back I'm there I'm there that's all it yeah. takes with you yeah. bad news Trevor we don't have a cookie God
0: darn
1: it
2: I'm but sorry but we
1: have a daytime pastrami sandwich from Langer's
2: as you said <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> applause win. applause that's applause <laughs> <laughs> um, we don't have a cookie but we did do a podcast Trev that yeah. was that yes that was what we did
0: it's a really comfortable uh, for all the listeners out there they, these guys create a great environment for a podcast no cookie needed no cookie wow. needed. no roller coaster I, I, needed i would come back anytime
2: yes and you will be back sometime soon we Trevor. hope so we it's really welcome. appreciate it buddy. tomorrow no not to, right. don't get over yeah sorry. i would yeah. just yeah. slow your roll are out you welcome <laughs> for the no joke podcast i'm billy scafuri i'm adam lustig our i'm randy today. newman oh. nice
0: okay no all right sorry
2: <laughs> You know, he that. had 47 minutes or 45 hmm. minutes of goodwill. He won up all this public acclaim, and Can't now he's been just shot him. Gonna give it another shot. For the No Joke Podcast, I'm Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. Our guest today was the lovely Trevor Einhorn. What a dear! We'll see you next week. Where's my cookie?
1: That was a HeadGum Podcast.